Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode, we are going to talk about fourth choice rule. This should have been done earlier. It's very fundamental stuff. But I just got reminded of this topic. What is a fourth choice rule? So in the very beginning of the podcast, probably in one of the first few episodes, I talked about forks, what they are. And then recently during the finality related episodes, I also talked about forks. I will link both of those episodes in the show notes. So the fourth choice rule essentially is part of the blockchain consensus mechanism, and it is used to find out the canonical chain for adding new blocks. It becomes relevant mostly in case of forks. So forks could happen because of two or three different reasons. One is a network partition. The another one is two blocks being produced at the same time. And the third one is because of some dishonest or uh, misbehavior from the validators. Now, in any of these cases, if there is a fork in a blockchain and the next block has to be produced, now this validator who is going to produce this next block needs to identify which chain he should be producing the block on because it is a blockchain, a chain of blocks. So every new block produced must be referring to their parent, the previous block. And the previous block should be of the canonical chain in most cases to remove the fork or to continue with the normal case. So when this validator is supposed to produce a new block, they need to identify which one is the longest chain, which one is the canonical chain, and they should take the head of that chain and produce the new block on top of it. And that is where fork choice rules becomes very important. Basically, a fork choice rule is just a function. A function that takes the current set of blocks in a blockchain or the current chain, let's say, that is in the local state of a validator. Then it takes some of the messages or events that are responsible for communicating the finality or at least the producing of a block. Like, for example, there is a blockchain with many validators, and if everybody has seen a block, then they can send a message to each other that they have seen that block. In other cases, when there is a block being finalized, then validators can exchange messages about finality of a block. So all of these messages also are input to the fork choice rule, along with the current chain in the local state. And then based on that, the validator identifies what is the canonical chain, where should he be producing the next block. And then it produces the next block based on the output of the fork choice rule. Now, different kind of blockchain consensus rules have different kind of fork choice rules implemented. They are even also being updated in many cases. Basically, what happens is when there are different kind of consensus rules, the, the rule to identify which chain is the longest and the rule to identify how the validators are communicating among themselves becomes very important to define the fork choice rule. And this is the reason why in different consensus mechanisms and in different blockchains, the fork choice rules also can be different. All right. So this was a brief episode. There is not much to talk about fork choice rule. I just wanted to cover this briefly so that we, we know what this is. I hope you found this insightful. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next ones. Ciao.